Bones to pick with a certain boy on this podcast. Is it me? Oh, because I wasn't there for your birthday pre-pod. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, it's you. Yeah, I'm pissed. Uh-oh. Oh, oh shit. no! So um, we today are actually picking up a requested pre-pod. Now this is one we have already done, but it's been a few months, and we lost the audio for this one, and it was really good. And so Damn. we kind of wanted to. Oh, one second. Uh, there we go. Uh, so, <laughs> there you go. yeah, we really wanted to revisit it because it's something that four of us really like and something that one of us really hates. So, it's a really great topic for us to talk about, um, <laughs> and that is anime. I don't like and how we're starting this because it's not. That's not f- true. Zach, I'm not done with the intro. I'm not done with the intro. You're right. You're right. Sorry. I, I know. I don't interrupt you when you're doing your announcements on the on the podcast. So. Zach actually begged us not to do this. He said, "Guys, I like. I really don't like it." I really <laughs> little finger emoji. Oh my gosh! Okay, so in all reality, this was requested okay. by okay. Uh, by Chris V on our Discord. If you're not on our Discord, come jump in, recommend us some prepod yeah. ideas, or come just hang, post memes. Um, just come, come chill. It's it's a good place to be. You can find all that information on our website or on our Twitter, or Instagram, or Facebook, or wherever you follow us. Um, but that being said, we're going to be talking about shonen anime influence on high fantasy and the way we play D&D and the way we perceive D&D. Um, and shonen is a category of anime. It's typically, it, it originated as a um, kind of a description of a body of anime that was meant for teenage, like tween age to like early adult young males, like age probably like 12 to 22-ish. Um, any kind of story that is like high action, um, pretty straightforward, follows the hero's journey almost to a T. Um, kind of just hype shows you think of when you think of anime like Dragon Ball Z and Naruto and One Piece and every single popular anime that you probably watched when you were a kid was likely a shonen anime. Um, and we all love shonen anime, so we wanted to talk a little bit about why it's not cringy and why it actually is an incredible storytelling medium. Um, but that being said, does anybody want to start? Zach, you want to get slammed early or <laughs> at the end of that? That's true. Just kind More of setting anime. yourself Sometimes up. It's better Ronnie's to get slammed early. You know, Ronnie's going to go at you. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to get after you. So, your throat. you want to put not your case get after down? Me. Not, this is the guy who thinks In and Out Burger belongs in S tier. <laughs> this is the guy who thinks In and Out Burger <laughs> isn't good. Me. So, hey guys. So let's just Fans go. Are yeah, I'm going to go. Okay. Pretend like you like each other. One of the the things that I love, I guess, about Shonen is is they they uh, think they operate operate on a premise that the the most interesting character isn't a perfect one it's a motivated one um, and and it's the whole point is is the the main character has really strong motivations and and they have a goal and they have a place they want to get to uh, or they have a thing that they want to do and they will do what it takes to get there uh, and and most often those characters also have major flaws uh, and and um, and the story's written around that and I think that's really cool right it's not like uh, you know like I love westerns but but the the like the quiet you know powerful guy who just comes in and just whoops the bad guys every time it gets like old uh, and and I think 
shown its whole other value because the, the the characters and their motivation is which um, it can also get old because a lot of them just follow you know they have the the same they're just all like naruto they're, a lot of them will just they'll have the same character who's it's just another kid who's really like spunky high energy and in his flaws are he's uh oblivious and is is rash and too loud like all of that stuff uh, and then his motivation is to be the best because he was never recognized before uh, and he wants to become someone who is accepted and, and he's going through whatever route, you know, that that, that does get overplayed. Um, but then there are other ones like Demon Slayer where their motivation is something really, really like, pure to help another person. Uh, and that's why they, they must become the best because they need to, uh, because someone else's like livelihood or life depends on it. Uh, and it is for a motivate is a very, for a very selfless motivation. That's really interesting. And that's really fun to watch. It's a, that's a hero you can root for. Um, anyway, um, how they influence me as far as in like, you know, a D and D context is, uh, well, uh, that whole concept of you know not making a, a character that like like making a flawed character that has really strong motivations is was a big thing that i focused on when i was making my character for this podcast um i wanted uh, for sure for, yeah frizzigig is is a very flawed person uh who has uh motivations and the reason why he's doing things and the situation he finds himself in uh is not one he would normally be in uh, he is he 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 is doing things that he uh, would not normally be about or would not normally find himself in uh, to reach a goal. Um, and, uh, and, and anyway, and I think that's that's a lot more fun to play. That's one thing I have learned. I, I made it because I thought it would be it would be more fun to listen to. Uh, it is way more fun to play than having like a very just, you know, a character without those kinds of motivations and without flaws. Flaws are really important for, for character building, which I have come to learn. It makes it a lot more fun and a lot more interesting. Um, a lot more yeah, real. Was, it, was it the big question really? we, were, we, were, mm-hmm. we were asking was how has Shonen influenced the podcast? Yeah. yeah. Okay. How, how, well, how's it, how's it influence our storytelling in the podcast? That's the big one for me is, is was in character development. And then, yeah. Oh, it's great. It was awesome. So, yeah, I, I definitely agree a lot with what Silas said um, about the strength of motivation and kind of the fact that a lot of these shonen anime become these vast epics just based on one character's motivation, right? Like, Naruto wants to become Hokage, you know, Asta wants to become the wizard king or whatever, mm-hmm. Luffy wants to become like the greatest pirate the pirate king or whatever um it's like the same trope over and over and over again in a lot of cases but it's still so engaging to watch because it's like no matter what happens it's like you know that there is something pulling the character along it doesn't ever feel like it stagnates um there's always a goal there's always a goal um and with that goal comes people who are attracted to that goal um the energy that the main character gives off um and just like I, i really like what you said about motivation just kind of being electric fun to listen to, mm-hmm. fun to play, fun to watch, fun to read. It's just a, a real powerful thing that shonen anime has going for it. Um, but yeah, I think one of the ways that um, anime, specifically shonen, has kind of integrated itself in the way that I tell stories are in big moments. Whenever we were talking about um, kind of what each of us wants as a D&D character, I think this might have been on the AMA or something like that. But Chance was like, might have been just 
over the weekend sometime when we were all hanging out, but Chance was telling us each what we want, like what he perceives us as wanting as D&D players. So one of the things he said about me was that like, I really like big moments. I like to crit the boss and have the super epic moment where I'm like, yeah, insert cheesy line. I did that. You're dead. I fight for my friends. And um, he's completely right. Like that is a big way of a big kind of way that I perceive storytelling and and stuff like that. I, I perceive things in big moments. And a lot of that has to do with anime, like something that Zach was saying before that we came onto this pre-pod was that anime is a lot of really hype big moments and then kind of lull in the middle. And I don't agree with that, but not going to just like rail into him, but I'm going to take the good thing that he said and pick it up and say, I'm going to use that um, to say that I think one of the reasons anime is so engaging is because you can always attach yourself to those big moments. I think when you watch um, maybe like a, a classic action movie, like, uh, I don't know, Mission Impossible or Shooter or Jason Bourne. What a film. Shooter's really good. <laughs> But when you have these like high octane films um, and even some other different types of films where you don't have those big moments, it's kind of like either fast, fast, fast going all the time or more slowly building up it. The storytelling can kind of blend together and that doesn't really happen with shonen anime. You know, everybody has their favorite moment in Naruto that they can recall 20 years later. You know, they can look back and say, oh, that Rockley Gar fight is so sick. That Gosh, moment it's specifically. So, it's so um, or, you know, when Naruto and Sasuke fight at the Valley of the End, that's just such a sick moment. Or when Naruto mm-hmm. first gets like his nine, like nine tails chakra cloak, or whenever he and Sasuke fight Haku and Sasuke almost die, like all this stuff, like people can just pull out of their head. Um, you know, like the first time Ganakilo see Hisoka, stuff like that. Like big moments Ooh. really pull the story along in Shonen anime. And I think that that makes for an engaging listen. Like, if we have a two hour long episode, but there's like four moments in that episode that are like damn ass good, like the episode feels like it's 40 minutes. You know what I mean? It's like by the end right. of it, you're like, wow, like all this stuff happened, even though you've been listening to us kind of like shoot the breeze every now and then for 10 or 15 minutes. And it's funny and like it helps the time pass, but like those big moments really drive fantasy home for me. I, I don't have too much to say. I'm going to go now because I a lot of what I have to say is based on what Ronnie... It's just really reiterating what Ronnie said. But <clears throat> the way Shonen has influenced mine is exactly what he said. And it's these big moments. And it's like uh, Gara and, and Rock Lee. And it's just those like, oh, snap, oh, shit moments. And then also it's such a I don't I don't even know what it is but people like make fun of it but like when anime character there's just that anime like gasp it's like <gasps> oh wait 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 <laughs> wait wait, wait. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah yeah it's like that and it's just like and it's funny when something happens and like time stops but then you hear the inner dialogue and like all the characters like heads yes and they're like huh and it's just like a close up of their eyes and then also like yeah it's like those little tropes and like. The, the freaking like sunglasses or the Jesus glasses Christ. like yeah, the, glasses love I love that like that's such a unique I don't know if it's a trope or just a theme but it's the, the technical the term for it is but that is so unique to the medium and it really does like 
it just makes that's so cool like when that happens because you're just like man that like like that like when you first see kabuto yeah. and and uh you know and like he's like a, got like the cards you know mm-hmm. and like and like i don't know it's just like it makes it it's such a unique medium and i don't know that's i like incorporating that the that like vibe into a into a fantasy um game like we're playing because i want my i mean everyone knows like anime villain laugh or like whatever like i want those in my villains or whatever because i think they're fun and like cool and everyone like you know exactly like because you can you've seen it a million times in anime and when i describe it happening in D, you're instantly like i totally understand what's happening right now i totally understand the vibe of the bad guy just from being like saying those kind of like one-off tropes or whatever or using that technique uh but definitely uh, I mean, really, like the Bargus fights and uh, everything. Spoiler: If you're, I don't know why you're listening. <laughs> what are you doing? Go back and listen <laughs> to the episodes. Episode. <laughs> this is uh, when there's no but, more episodes. You listen to these. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying like the Bargus fight, like you could just see that being an anime of it, like biting Kaleri mm-hmm. and like puncturing her lung, and then like Aaron, like Aaron, like running off, and then Frizzy King being like, "Wait," and him being like, "Hmm," <laughs> and then just you know, like. Or, I don't know. It's like you could just see that as an anime scene, or even Kaleri yelling at the, the um, the Cinderclaw like boss, you know, and his whole thing. And I don't know. I I can just picture it. It almost feels more like an anime than it does like Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings. And I like that influence. So there you go. Zach's just been shaking his. I have not head been shaking my not time, once, so. not once, other but, than my <laughs> comment. I feel like I have to defend myself and also defend what people have said. The joke is that I hate anime. It's not true. I like anime. The reason that those what One Piece is on Weird. episode Zach just what? typed in our in our like text message okay. that he wanted oh. me to tell everyone that he doesn't mean that and he does hate anime. He just wants to fit in and that we shouldn't make fun of him for it. Yeah. Go ahead, Chance. I so think you guys cannot do one, that. One thing I wanted to say before I go is that the funny the coolest thing about anime, like this goes off the tropes, is that some things can only really be pulled off in mm-hmm. anime. And for example, I was watching some Gurren Lagan highlights, and you know that scene where he first Kamina uh, um, fights uh, Viral in like the like the glade or whatever, mm-hmm. and there's just a scene where he's talking and like talking about like masculinity or some kind of speech, but like the whole time he's unsheathing this katana, and he just keeps talking and talking and talking, and the katana is just like, long, so, it's so long. <laughs> but then like the next scene cuts, and then it's just obviously not that big, but like that is just cool and like would not work in like a real life like western movie or you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying and it's just that larger than life kind of funny but still like really intense and like badass like stuff that can only be pulled off in anime but because this is a non uh a non-visual medium that we're playing in i can describe that and you can instantly see that larger than life thing happening mm-hmm. so that's my that's my beautiful. Whole thing. sorry it really no, is beautiful. good i'm glad you actually said that that's good um, Cause I'm gonna tear it apart. No, I'm kidding. Um, I couple things. Going back to what Ronnie said initially about um, just the like, like the tropes and the the you know the big moments in in most anime shows. The reason they're big moments is because there's context to it. So when you have ten episodes prior of nothing happening it builds up to something big. 
and that's like what makes those moments better than most regular like non-animated television is because we have context to like a lot of internal thoughts and um that's amazing like or what Silas mentioned, which I mean is really good, is you know, in, in Western films and Western television, you usually don't have a lot of episodes that you could just keep doing. Um, and so they have to kind of wrap it fast. You know, you got one season, so make it make it really good. Um, and you have the ability to have your hero lose for the first 25 episodes. And so when he wins in episode 26, it's like you're yeah. tearing your clothes off, you know, like, uh, I mean, I, I, the attack on Titan, the hero does not win for the first yes. 10, 12 episodes. He doesn't even get a hit off like on anyone. He just keeps getting beat. And then when he lands the first punch on the arm or the lady Titan, it's like, he did it. you know, like and he doesn't win the fight. Yeah. I think he loses the fight, but he gets the hit in, you know? Um, and there's context to that that you just don't get with Western television. So mm-hmm. I don't hate it. I think that's good. Um, <laughs> yeah. And Chance Failure is, is very right. human. It's very humanizing. Yeah. And Chance is right to where, you know, there's moments. I think I think in television, it just is like when I watch an anime, I'm like, I'm going to watch an anime. So I got to be ready for a lot of dialogue and a l- very little action until there's the one scene that they're like, the whole animation team is like, okay. We really got to put in a fight here and it's going to take us a month to do it, but let's just do it. You know, it's really hard to animate. That's why I love One Punch Man is because the animation team is the hardest working animation team in the business, in my opinion. (laughs) The fights are amazing. Um, But the the chatting, the the mental communication, you know, you're left in a lot of like movies like. Mission Impossible, when he's like hanging over the lasers, we don't get to know what Tom Cruise is thinking. In an anime, we would know everything that Tom Cruise is thinking because they would take the time to verbalize it, you know? Um, so that is something, and I think, Chance, you do that a lot in to wrap it back around to our, our campaign, um, Chance does a really good job with is saying, what is your character thinking right now? Um, what is What does Urkel think about this? What does, and even off air, we're talking about Where's your mental state at? So that the next time we record, you can kind of verbalize that for the listeners and verbalize that so that, you know, you'll be ready to go into, um, you know, this next session with with like that mentality. Um, And that is something that that anime does really well. A good anime does really well is make sure that you know every single person's motive, including the villains, including the... Um, you know, the, the characters that are standing on the side of the battlefield watching. They take time to, like, zoom in on the girl that's nervous about the boy getting killed and the old instructor that's really impressed by the way that his pupil is fighting. And, like, that's that's a really fun piece of it. Um, where I, I usually, if I... I mean, I I can't just like sit here and say that I don't have negatives because everybody has already made fun of me for it. (laughs) But it's just it's just the filler stuff sometimes. But I just spent the whole time talking backing it. So uh, I will just say there everybody talks about filler arcs or filler episodes. And um, 
there are times where I get done with an episode, I'm like, what the heck did I just watch? But if I continue to watch, a lot of times they'll reference something like that as a hero is dying. And it'll go back to that filler episode where he got to talk to the girl he liked or she got to, you know, they saved a dog together and that meant a lot to them or whatever, you know. So I, I really can't say a lot of negative other than there is a stigma of anime watchers that I'm nervous to be a part of. <laughs> we're we're in we're in a filler arc right now. And if you talk shit about our filler arcs, you go to hell. Because they're going to be important down the road. <laughs> Chance once said, this is the last thing I'll say, and then Jackson, you can go, sorry. Chance once said that our filler arcs are important because they flesh out characteristics of our characters and that there's stuff that happens in these filler episodes that is going to add context to the future of it, the internal guts of the show. And that becomes very apparent in, here's a preview, a few episodes from now, there's a couple things that happen that are just very important. So listen to these filler arcs. They're going to be great. That's all I have to say. That's it. Anime is cool. I've watched Attack on Titan, Sword Art Online, Naruto, for like two episodes. Uh, Avatar, The Last Airbender, right? American anime. I would I'm say kidding. It's, American anime. it's not, I don't. Amerime. Amerime. It has the soul of an anime. It does. Correct. It has the the growth. It has exactly what we're talking about. A boy becoming a man. Jackson? Jackson. Jackson. Um, One of the things that I'll say, one thing that links in with what other people have been saying is that I think anime uh, just goes in really weird directions. It is not afraid to be like really weird Mm -hmm. and it fully embraces like creativity when it comes to the premise like just giant titans walking around and people are living in a walled off society or like really weird really weird characters with like pretty specific weird backgrounds but you just kind of go along with it and it's not afraid to be that way and you just go okay things are going to get explained to me and once you watch enough animes you you get the premise of the next one and you're like hmm okay and it's really weird <laughs> yeah. and you're just like it's an acquired yeah, I'm okay taste. I'm okay with that <laughs> and then you get animes that are like, we've all been talking about Haikyuu where it's like it's a ba- it's a volleyball team and you're just like that's it <laughs> and then you watch <laughs> it the and giants. it's absolutely no, yeah, it's absolutely amazing it's just, like, it's just, there's no volleyball, just a volleyball team. there's not there's not and a hidden volleyball village high or volleyball something team. yeah uh, Hannah Hannah is applying to a teaching position, and she might be the assistant volleyball coach at the school. And I was like, Hannah, you have to. If we watch this Haiku show and it's good, you have to make everyone on your team yes. watch it. No, yeah. I wish I had watched it while motivation. I was playing sports in high school. <laughs> it's so good, yeah. and it it ah, it's mm. anyway. Oh, sorry, guys. Um, and like. Y'all were talking about with the tropes. I think the tropes are great because it's the way that we understand, like, archetypes and and stereotypes. I mean, yeah. that's how our, our brain categorizes information. And while you're saying, like, I can reference pushing up my glasses in the light gleaming, and that has a whole attitude and uh, layered information in with it. Um, and in the middle of all that with anime, it's really cool how they still... Uh, reach around to important themes and um, you get simple ones like never give up or remember 
who your family is and where you came from. Uh, remember how to prioritize your friends and, and but there's also just deep ones with grief and loss and all different yeah. kinds of stuff. And so totally. in the middle of all this wacky, weird stuff, sometimes you get uh, you still get consistent like humanity uh, themes. And then the other thing that I know we all agree on, but just we haven't said is that the visuals in anime inform our inform D&D more than I think we can describe because there is no like visual media when we play D&D except maybe a map when we're walking around, but that's so limited. The majority of the visual content that we come up with for D&D, it just comes straight out of our own heads and uh, anime action, the magic systems, um, superpowers, abilities, explosions, all different kinds of stuff, slow-mo. I mean, if it, if it wasn't for, I mean, we'd, we'd only be relying on like the matrix or something, I don't know. But <laughs> it, right. we get like so much uh, from like those hype moments or, and, and another thing is like, we were watching that Gara um, Rockley clip uh, over our retreat it was and really good. The 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 way that uh, and everyone's seen it, but the way that they show the weight of his weights, right, mm -hmm. and just the giant uh, plumes of uh, sand that shoot up. That's just the kind of thing that you when you that can really take D and D to the next level. When you can mm -hmm. give a visual to not only yourself but to the rest of your players, and um, get to just add that hype image in that really just like grounds things in power. And I think that anime has always done a, a, a really good job of that. It's just showing power and coolness and hypeness um, along with great music. So. Oh yeah. 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 Music, we could go into that one a whole. Oh uh, yeah, like anime music could be a whole different Music and thing. anime next week. Next Ooh. week, catch us again. I, I think that, um, I mean, Zach, I think I think we're on the same page. I think we're just on opposite sides of the fence, but we're on the same side of the, the river, if you know what I mean. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. Um, but it. yeah, it's like, I, I also get frustrated with filler arcs, but like it's part of the anime process. I think one thing that Jackson said that I really vibed with was the fact that there's a lot of layered information in any kind of media and anime specifically because it is such a specific niche like when you can understand the language, once you've seen enough anime to understand the language that anime is telling its stories in, I have said and will always Japanese, say, but yeah, not Japanese, but like the styles of storytelling. It is yeah. one of the greatest storytelling mediums ever created and sure. has some of the most amazing moments of any kind of cultural thing at all. So I think it'll go down. I think like we'll, we'll be looking back at this time when like anime got really big again as a huge influence on just global culture. And I think it's going to be really fun to look at the ways in which anime has influenced us in 40 years, you know, mm -hmm. and in fantasy too. Absolutely. Also, uh, we need a, can I, I, I do want to say, I, th I feel like when I listen to Zach, you saying, especially the stuff about filler, I just, and this is how I feel about anime whenever somebody talks about maybe not liking anime or whatever. In my head, I just go, 
if you just sat down and gave me several hundred hours, but like if you gave me a lot of time, I could just show you, I could find one anime that I could, it could just prove you wrong. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's, it, that's the kind of <laughs> crazy thing about anime too, is just that there's, there's, there's thousands so of them. Many. But, and, and that's unfair. So like to say to just Zach, but I, I will say that that is something that goes on my head. It goes on in my head when I um, when I say filler, I don't think filler episode was really the white phrase. I'm tired of hearing about the person's motivation every episode. Like there's always <laughs> like, yeah, oh, yeah. I got to get to the yeah. damn top, and it's like okay, you said you've got to get to the damn top every five minutes. Like, yeah. like don't watch Black Clover. You love your motivation, but I don't want to. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't watch it again. Yeah. No. yeah watch. You can't tell me that you're not like, okay, okay, okay. You know, every time you hear that. No. Like, you're no, like, I'm right, like, right. I'm like, hell yeah. Your drill will pierce the oh. heavens. I'm like, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh man. It, it's so lame. It's, it's such again. a lame thing to say, but it hits so hard. It's so good. <laughs> it's well, lame. Because it has so much different context yeah. every time oh, you hear that motivation. Yeah, yeah. It's lame, but when it's done right, like like you were saying, the context is what makes that repetition powerful. It's because it's mm -hmm. linking moments together. Um, like when when that moment when that, those words are said in the show, it's generally a hype moment. It's yeah. about it, taking freedom into your own hands and mm -hmm. embracing. Yeah. So, if you guys really like talking or listening like to people talk about anime or are really into anime. Uh, I and one of my good friends, one of our friends, uh, Joseph Berryman, who helped us out with our logo and is a listener, we do a podcast called Brotaku. Um, we release an episode maybe once a month, once every two weeks, and I think we've got nine or ten episodes up right now, and it's just us talking about anime we like, giving recommendations, reflecting on anime that have been influential, talking specifically about sports anime. We talk about Haikyuu for like 45 minutes, I think, on one of the episodes and why it is one of the greatest sports anime, if not the greatest. Um, and just stuff like that. So like if you if you vibe with that and you want to come chill with us, or if you want to email us and ask us some questions, you can find us at Brotaku on Twitter, uh, BrotakuPod, I think, or you can find us on like Podbean and everything too. So hit us up, have a listen if you like this kind of stuff. If not, just listen to something else. I don't know. If you're Zach and you hate life then just a meme no. you all know that i listen to anime watch anime that's, I do. <laughs> that's all i got man zach is a huge weeb ronnie you don't play dnd on brotaku no we don't play dnd on brotaku oh, okay never that's what i well, we then just then needed to hear screw that you. Okay. no dnd over there just anime <laughs> just anime if you like if you like the anime stuff but not the dnd bullshit that okay. is about all the time we have for today <laughs> okay but when are they gonna make a shonen Tabletop RPG. Oh, Ooh. so good. That's all I'm saying. I would love it. Yo, but is all right. Is there like a real fight that matches an anime fight? I don't know. I don't know. Marvel. Can you imagine how imbalanced that would be? Because then, literally, in the, the game. game, it'd be like, okay, here's the BBE. He's level 50, so go ahead and have him fight them level one. Yeah. But you can't kill him because of stamina, hero points, plot armor. Uh, but that's like all mechanics. Yeah. In the first half of it, you just get completely crapped on. Like you can't, yeah. you don't win anything for the first half, and then you finally break through and win one, and then you just win for the entire rest of the campaign. And play this and sound effect. When there's we a whole book. There's a whole core rule book on building their tragic backstory. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> then like you hit level ten, and you're and fighting a level sixty, and then you go down. But then it says immediately scroll to page two hundred and seventy-three. 
where you find out that you actually arise at level 65 and you gain power like, that you can't use you know, for like another 200 the whole chapters. Time, really? Yeah. Yeah. Singing but then Japanese like you go back down behind the heroes as they're raising from the dead. A female voice. Can you imagine that? When you go down, you just bump up to level 60. <laughs> I'm not wrong. Okay, we got to cut this. We're five minutes over. Uh, Ronnie, send us home. You started this. Yeah. Now you're going to end it. Um, Finish what you've started. This is boy number Finish five. It. Here to say that anime is here to stay. And if you don't like it, then please start liking it, Zach. All right, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's play D and D. Let's play some D and D. I wish. I wish. My dice are broken. <laughs>